Hello, my name is David Post. And my name's Piper Post. And this is the Explicit Restoration Podcast, where each week we are going to talk about some different subjects that deal with recovery and helping couples to overcome the porn addiction that happens within marriages. So this podcast was formerly known as the Porn Apart podcast. In fact, you've probably listened to some episodes and heard my voice and heard the name Porn Apart. And that name has served us for a long time. And our focus then was mostly about women and wives walking through the trauma of their husband's porn addiction and learning how to begin to recover. And we're still going to talk about that, but it's going to be different now. Yeah, we kind of realized that this topic really is a husband and wife topic that needs to be discussed. And so on these podcasts from now on, you'll hear both of us. It will be both David and Piper. And sometimes I'll have questions for her and sometimes she'll have questions for me. And we just want to keep it real and talk about some of the struggles that we've been through and some of the struggles that we've come out of and, and how things still can be a struggle each and every day that we wake up. So that's how this will go. And towards the end of it, every week we'll have a check-in where we'll go through some just some techniques that can be used to help couples just to reconnect to each other and stay accountability to each other. With all that, we're going to get into the first topic, which my wife has titled it Too Legit to Quit. So... <laughs> Why don't you explain why we're going to call this one too legit to quit? Okay, I'll do that. So we were just talking about this in the car on the way here in the van. We went to Costco today, which for our family of seven is a necessity, but also a huge undertaking to go grocery shopping. We were talking about the podcast and the impending name change. And I just thought the very first episode back, we need to call it too legit to quit. And my husband just laughed. And I don't think he thought I was serious, but I was totally serious. No, the only thing that came up was the, was the song, Too Legit to Quit. Hey, hey. <laughs> so when you said that, that's what popped into my mind. Was, exactly. Good sayings are good sayings. That's how they make them into songs or how they leave songs and come into normal vernacular. All right. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so the reason why I thought we should title this episode too legit to quit was that I almost quit this podcast and it wasn't because anything was wrong, but just because podcasts as a creative are a lot of work and a lot goes into it. And the people that were listening to it, were getting a lot of value out of it. So first I decided just to take a break from the podcast and like I said, nothing was wrong. Things are going good. I wasn't quite having the reach that I wanted to have. I wasn't reaching as many women as I wanted. And the Lord dealt with me on that a little bit. But also just like the amount of work that goes into a podcast was a lot for me. And I want it to be valuable. And I want to share things that are helpful for wives, especially is on my heart, but also couples now. And so I just took the summer off and thought about it and prayed about it and sought the Lord. And as he was working on my heart, it became evident that he was working on your heart too. And the answer we believe from the Lord is to kind of revamp, rework things. And now we're going to be talking about recovery for wives and for husbands, which will eventually lead to 
being able to work on the restoration of your marriage. And also just a sidebar to that is that we need to get away from using the actual word porn because a lot of people's filters filter it out. So like people weren't getting our emails and certain social medias wouldn't let us have a social media account because the name porn is in our name, even though we're not pornographic. We talk about addiction to that stuff. But we need even though I love the name porn apart, because I think it really captures what happens to a couple when the spiritual warfare of porn comes into the marriage. And I also love the new name. I love the explicit restoration name. So I'm happy for the change. Yeah. And sometimes change is good for everybody. And this is one of those times that we felt like we just need to make a good change. So as we begin each week with our podcast, one of the things that we always want to do is we always want to keep Jesus front and center. And that's Amen. what that's the only thing that really gets us through and helps us through and mm-hmm. help me get over this addiction that is there because it, it really does grab on and it's a hard one to overcome. And so we have a couple of verses. And so every week we're going to kind of bring in some verses that kind of help us to center ourselves on what the topic is this time. And so one of the verses that we have chosen for this week as we were looking through is James 5, 16. And James 5, 16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. And this one really got me and jumped out with me because of the confess your sins to one another. If we're not willing to confess that we have an issue and talk about that we have an issue out loud with somebody, and if there's any husbands out there that are listening, you cannot let your wife be your accountability partner for this. So that's for another, another, <laughs> another episode, episode later on, but I just want you to know that you have to confess to somebody else. You have to confess it to yeah. somebody, but it can't be just your wife. And so as we go through this process and as we're moving into this recovery, we have to be willing to confess. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And that reminds me of that other verse that says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And we don't only want ourselves individually cleansed, we want our marriage cleansed. And so when one partner, either partner in a committed covenant marriage has a sexual immorality problem, it affects both people because we're one. We're united under God's covenant. And so we want all of that cleansed out. Yeah. One of the things that I feel like God's leading me towards is it says that we pray for one another. I just want to pray for us as we begin this podcast and pray for you couples out there that are listening to this. So Father, we just thank you for this opportunity that we have to come and to discuss sometimes some really tough topics about Father, topics that we really do need to cover, that we need to deal with, that we need to be out in the open with. And so, Father, I just thank you for that. I thank you for this opportunity for these couples that are listening, Mm -hmm. that they can really start this path, that husbands can step up and say, you know what, I've got a problem. I need some help. I want to get done with this. I want to be over Mm -hmm. this because it is affecting not only my marriage, but it's affecting a lot of relationships, but especially my marriage. And so, Right now, I just lift up these couples that are going through this time, that are struggling, that are just trying to figure out what's next for them. Father, there's so many times that these things can end in divorce, but we are praying against that. We want couples to stay together. We want them to deal with this. And we know that the first thing that has to happen is this confession, not just a wife finding out that a husband is doing something wrong or is looking at something, but 
that we will confess and say, you know what, I did it. It's my fault. I got into it. I can't get out of it. I need help. So, Father, just as we cover this topic, that you will just be the center of it and help us to speak the words that you want. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I cannot agree more that prayer has to be the center. Jesus has to be the center of this whole thing, of our each of our recoveries individually and of the work that we're going to that we're doing to rebuild our marriage. Jesus has to be the center. That's why I gravitated when we talked about scripture for this episode, I gravitated to Matthew eleven twenty eight, where it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and I love this part, and my burden is light. And gosh, dealing with this in a marriage is a heavy, heavy burden. That yoke does not feel easy, but we believe that is what Jesus wants for us. That is why we must recover so that we can have his yoke, that taking his yoke upon us releases us from all the other yokes. And that's why another reason why I think that this episode should be called too legit to quit because that marriage, that type of marriage where Jesus is the center, that type of marriage is too legit to quit. And that's when God said in the old Testament that he hated divorce is because his plan for the marriage covenant was like that centered on him, two people coming together to bear each other's burdens, to help each other make the load lighter because they're pointing each other back to Jesus. Yeah, exactly. So what is explicit restoration? Okay, so explicit restoration is our way of saying there are things that have gone wrong and we've got to get down to the nitty gritty of what those are. So like the word explicit is kind of has a double meaning, right? It's explicit as in direct or specific. You have to uncover certain things. So if you want to restore an old house, you can't just paint all over it and say that it's good. You can't just get everything a coat of paint. You have to really dig out things and get things uncovered. So then the other part of explicit gives like a nod to explicit content, like sexually explicit content, and how that, I believe, that wreaks havoc because it's spiritual warfare and it's the sin of sexual immorality and adultery. And so that's explicit. And then restoration... I think of both the individuals that are needing, like I needed personal restoration in my soul Mm -hmm. after the time, the years of trying to manage your porn addiction for you or trying to come up with ways to help you get better. I was dying inside. I was codependent and I was trying to manage everything for you and thinking that I had some role in you getting better. And I individually had to come to a place of my own recovery, my own restoration. And you had to come to a place of your own recovery and your own restoration. So that's where it came from, this explicit restoration. Yeah, I like your definition there of explicit when you look at it digging out the old. Mm -hmm. Because when you're into, I don't know if you've done, if anybody out there has done any flipping of houses or rehabbing of old houses when you get into them and you start getting into 
pulling out walls and different things, you realize all the nastiness that is there, how things are rotten or things are not put together correctly. We have to get all that stuff out. And in our own lives, we have that same thing. We have to deal with getting to the nasty parts of us and letting that out. I really like that part of it. What do we want to accomplish with this podcast? What are some of the things that we feel like Explicit Restoration is trying to accomplish right now? We're trying to help couples get back on track and fight the good fight and hopefully finish the race. And our heart is for couples like us to be able to work through the mess. So that's what it means. And that's what we're hoping to accomplish is that I will continue thinking and my heart being for the wives because I'm a wife and seeing things from that perspective and sharing that perspective and asking the male listeners, husband listeners to see things from that perspective. And I think obviously you will bring the perspective of the husband or the addict. And so we recognize that it's not always the husband in the marriage that is the addict. Most of the time that we talk and share, it will be because that is our experience. We've met with couples who it's the wife and the type of betrayal trauma and the type of things that they have to overcome are really similar. And sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's both the husband and the wife that are having a problem with addiction to porn use. So I hope that you sharing from your perspective, me sharing from my perspective, and then us sharing bits and pieces of our story as it has unfolded that we're better now than we used to be, that we can give that hope to other people individually in their own recovery and then help bring people to a place that they can begin working on the recovery of their marriage. Yeah, and I want everybody to understand that this recovery process is a forever process. It's not something that either one of us are finished with. There's really no ending to it. We have to know that this is something that we're going to have to work on for the rest of our lives. This recovery process is going to be ongoing, and our marriage is going to be recovering, and our marriage is going to be prayerfully growing as we go throughout our years of being together. Yeah, I think that's really important to say is that we're not doing this podcast because we think we've got it all figured out and we're never going to struggle again. We know the struggle and it's still hard. And we still have those really raw, heart-wrenching moments where we have to work through it together and we have to draw close to Jesus. And I don't know how couples do it without Jesus. I really don't. I don't think that we would still be in this if it wasn't for him. It's our hearts for Jesus and our recognition that we have to rely on him. And that's the reason why we want to continue this podcast and that we want to do this is because the hope that he has given us and the future for our marriage that he has given us, we believe that he can give you that hope too and that you can recover and that he can restore your marriage unto himself. Yeah, great. As we are heading towards the end of this time, One of the things that we're going to do each week is we're going to have a check-in. And sometimes we may do the same questions or we may have different questions. But for this week, we are going to cover three things. And that is, what do I want? What do I need? And affirming each other. I think these are very important parts of a marriage that we need to talk about. Sometimes we don't share on these things. And a lot of us guys, there's not all, but a lot of us, sometimes we don't know how to ask the right questions. As we go through this, we really hope that you can use these questions and these techniques that we're going to give towards the end of this check-in time so that you can connect better with each other. 
Yeah, I think it's really important to do check-ins. So let's talk for a second just about what check-ins are in case anybody who is listening is not clear and you're like, oh, what are they talking about? What's a check-in? Check-ins are a really commonly used tool when someone is in marriage coaching or marriage therapy that the couple is taught how to do a set of questions planned ahead of time that they each discuss with each other. And it keeps you from just being like, well, how was your day? How was your day? Fine, fine. And going on and never really talking about the real thing. I've been in that place before where on the inside, I I'm dying to tell him how I really feel, but there's no way that I'm going to bridge that gap unless he bridges it first. And so a check-in is something that you decide ahead of time and that you plan it ahead of time and you say, okay, we are going to commit to this and we're going to do it every so often. Some people do it every day or some version of it every day. Some people do it every week. And there's different types of check-ins and there's tons of types. Our goal is to show you a few of those and not just talk about them, but to actually demonstrate on you. So we're going to try to be open and vulnerable with these and share an honest check-in and what it sounds like between us so that hopefully that you will go and replicate that with your spouse. So these questions are really more of you sharing from your heart what you want, what you need. And then the last affirmation is just you sharing about something that your spouse has done that you want to affirm them in or who they are. I'll let you go first. Are we doing one question like each of us or am I doing all three questions? I don't know which way you want to go. What's your preference? Let's start with one question at a time. Okay. I will go first. I want us to have a date night. I feel like we haven't had that in a while in a way that we can really make eye contact and connect. And I feel I want that. And I miss it. And I always have such a good time. And I think it's been since March. (laughs) So we have little date nights at home. We've got a lot of people in our family. And so we try to connect after the kids go to bed, after the guys go to bed. I want a date night. I just want a break, not have to do a ton of stuff. And so... um, Are you saying like you want a day or a weekend where we don't do anything? Or are you saying like you want kid-free and client-free time? Tell me more. Just a day where we order all the food in. We don't have to do dishes. We don't have to do laundry. We just make it a a fun day together, not having to do a lot. Kind of like a mini staycation. Okay, you go next. What do you need? Right now, the thing that I need is for us to come up with a schedule, especially a morning routine that we can stick to on a daily basis to make things Mm, easier. Having more of a structured morning and somewhat into the day. Okay. That's something that I can help with and that we can do together. We should do together, but I have ideas on that. I think it's time. It's Summer has been fun and now it's time to get back to <laughs> less chaos and less free willy <laughs> and a little more structure you've recently gotten a new accountability partner and i know him i know of him he is a guy that goes to our church it's not like i'm super close to him and other than just like a few conversations i need to know more about him and maybe us connect with 
he and his wife, maybe that our date night could be with them. I don't know. But and I need to know how you are connecting with him, that if he's going to be the person that you're going to go to when you're feeling tempted or when you need to confess like an area of your heart that is starting to stray, that I need to hear about that. I need to hear how you're talking to him and how you're making your connection with him a priority. Okay. I think we can make that happen. Thanks for listening. The last thing that we're going to talk about is affirmation. And I know that sometimes it's hard, but I want to affirm you as a parent with all the differences in our kids and the needs that they have being so different that you are really doing a great job with trying to raise them all as best you can in the same way. And that you do a great job with keeping Jesus the center of our family, of keeping things that they do centered on Jesus and telling them these are things that Jesus would not be happy with or these are the things that he wants us to do. And so I want it from you as a parent that you're doing a really great job. Thank you. That's hard to hear because so often I don't feel like I'm doing a good job because I think that's part of the plague of being a mom is that we always worry we're not doing a good job. Satan loves to attack moms in that area. So thank you so much for recognizing that and speaking into that. My affirmation for you is broader scope or like a broader time period is that I've had a really hard year health wise and I've dealt with a lot of things I've never had to deal with before and a lot of pain especially and my body not able to do things that it has done before. I just want you to know that I have seen that you have really picked up the slack this last year, all of my slack that I haven't been able to do and that you have not complained. And I see that you have habits and routines of taking care of things that I used to do. And I'm so thankful. And I, I want to affirm that in you because you've really been my better half when my body literally couldn't do it. I'm grateful. Thank you. So that's a check-in. Now I'm crying. It's just a moment to connect and to share. Not all of them are going to be rosy and teary and happy. Sometimes they're going to be really raw and hard. And the things that you want and the things that you're going to need are time away from each other, or you're going to have to put boundaries in place, or you're going to have to remind each other of your boundaries, or you're going to have to say, I need you to stop doing X, Y, Z, whatever it is. But we'll get to those two. But I think this was a really great way to start this. So that was our check-in. Well, that was our first show of Explicit Restoration. We're so glad that you have joined us today, and we hope that you'll join us next week. You never know what we're going to bring. The Support Group for Wives on Facebook, there is a link in the show notes. So we're also going through a name change for that group. It has been called Wives Porn Apart, and it's going to now carry the Explicit Restoration name. At the time of recording this podcast, we don't have the name exactly worked out yet, so... Make sure to go to the show notes and click the link. It'll take you directly to the support group for wives, which is on Facebook. And we've had questions about a guy's group on Facebook. So many questions. And one of the things that I want you wives to know and understand is that Facebook is not a good thing when you're dealing with this area of the temptations of trying to stay away from certain topics or certain things. And so... 
we have decided that we are going to put up a community on our webpage. So you can go to explicitrestoration.com and at the top, you'll see one that says community. And there is a community in there for men. Put all the information in because we want to make sure that we keep it just to men, that we keep it to the people that need to be in there. Just like the Facebook group for wives, the community for men on our website is free. Yeah, I really hope that husbands, you will use this, that you'll get on, that we can support each other, that you can bring the questions and we can just answer them open and honestly without worrying about repercussions of anything or somebody else finding out that you don't want to find out yet. Please just come on. I'll be on there. I'll moderate. I'll talk. I'll comment in there. Just come join us. You can always go on our webpage and see what's going on as we change and as we add things to this ministry that we are doing. You can always email us at piper at explicitrestoration.com or david at explicitrestoration.com. It's a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah, please email us. And if you have questions that you'd like us to cover on the podcast, we would be happy to do that. We will have Q&A episodes from time to time. But if it's a really good question, if it's a nice juicy question, we might take it and do a whole episode on it. So please email us or if you just need support or if you just need to reach out because you don't have anybody else to tell your story to, we will read all of those emails. We will try to respond. We will definitely pray for you and we get those emails. We love praying for all of the folks that are in our groups. So yeah, please reach out to us. Remember to subscribe, tell your friends share this podcast we want to reach as many people as we can so we will talk to you next week bye bye